Episode 13, Genesis 3, verses 14 and 15. The Promised One. The Lord God said to the snake, Because you did this, a curse will be put on you. You will be cursed more than any tame animal or wild animal. You will crawl on your stomach and you will eat dust all the days of your life. Defeat of the devil is assured. The Lord God didn't even bother to interrogate the serpent like he did with Adam and the woman. He knew what he heard was true and simply pronounced judgment. Satan will be shut up eternally in the lake of fire which was prepared especially for him and the fallen angels. The pronouncement of the serpent starts with, You are cursed more than any animal. This doesn't mean that the other animals are cursed, but that the curse on the serpent would make them lower than the other animals. The curse continues with, You will crawl on your stomach. In other words, the serpent was physically altered from what it originally looked like to what it looks like now. And now he is a slithering, slimy, slippery serpent. Verse 15 I will make you and the woman enemies to each other. Your descendants and her descendants will be enemies. Her child will crush your head and you will bite his heel. The first half of verse 15 is directed solely to the relationship between the devil and the woman. The woman is the godly line whom the devil is at enmity with. And this is fully confirmed in the awesome apocalyptic words recorded in the book of Revelation. So be happy, you heavens and all who live there. But it will be terrible for the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you. He is filled with anger. He knows that he does not have much time. The dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth. So he hunted down the woman who had given birth to the sun. But the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle. Then she could fly to the place that was prepared for her in the desert, that she will be taken care of for three and a half years. There she will be away from the snake. Then the snake poured water out of its mouth like a river. He poured the water toward the woman, so that the flood would carry her away. But... The earth helped her. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that came from the mouth of the dragon. The woman depicted in these astonishing verses is specifically the nation of Israel, who gave birth to the male child. And her offspring, as it clearly states, are those who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. If you're a Christian, and you wonder why life can get so hard, the answer is right here. The devil is out to destroy you and to rob you of your joy. The devil doesn't need to spend his time attacking the rest of the world. He already owns them. And so he can spend his time directing his demons to tear at you, fight against you and make your life miserable. The rest of the world makes their own life miserable because they belong to the author of misery. Paul asks us to read our Bibles to know God's will 
to stay in fellowship with him and to prevail over the devil's attacks. Without knowing our Bible, we're totally exposed to the enmity which came about in Genesis 3 verse 15. In Ephesians 6, we're called to prepare ourselves for the battle which is going on all around us. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his great power. Wear the full armour of God. Wear God's armour so that you can fight against the devil's evil tricks. Our fight is not against people on earth. We are fighting against the rulers and authorities and the powers of this world's darkness. We are fighting against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly world. Genesis 3.15 is known as the Proto-Evangelium, or the first gospel, because it is the first explicit reference in the Bible to the coming Christ. All things will be made right when the devil is destroyed by the promised one, who we know to be our Lord and Saviour, Jesus. In Isaiah 7 verse 14, there is this parallel thought, but the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be pregnant. She will have a son, and she will name him Emmanuel. This child has no earthly father, but his father will be God himself. Thus his name will be Emmanuel, God with us. Matthew uses this same verse in his gospel and assures us that Jesus is the one who fulfilled the prophecy. On the cross, the serpent surely bruised his heel when the nails were driven into them. The lowly serpent attacked at the heel of the man, but the man was like none other. After a short sleep like death, he rose victorious from the grave and crushed the serpent's head meaning his authority. Jesus Christ regained what had been lost many thousands of years earlier, and today we can too stand victorious over the work of the devil if we will only by faith put our hope and our trust in his glorious work. The most astonishing concept ever penned is that which tells of the work of Jesus Christ as revealed to us in the pages of the Holy Bible. God's love letter of restoration, grace and mercy. From these verses of Genesis, all the way through the book of Revelation, we see the wondrous works of an infinitely wise God telling us about the plan of the ages. In John chapter 19, we see the highest point of that plan when Jesus died upon the cross. Verse 29 says, There was a jar full of vinegar there, so the soldiers soaked a sponge in it. Then they put the sponge on a branch of hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' mouth. Jesus tasted the vinegar. Then he said, It is finished. He bowed his head and died. It is finished. Paid in full. The victory promised in the Proto-Evangelium was consummated in the death of a man. 
in a backwater part of the Roman Empire on a Friday afternoon in the year AD 32. The glories which came then and are yet to come will reach into eternity and forever we will sing the song of the Lamb. Hallelujah and Amen. <laughs>